Hi, and welcome again to another episode of It's the Love of God for Me podcast. I am your host, Lanisha, and as always, I am grateful for the privilege to share the precious word of the living God with you. With that being said, let us enter into the holies of holies through the blood of the Lamb. Let us pray. Eternal God and our Father, Lord, we come before your presence. We thank you, Lord, that it is only your grace and your mercy while we are still alive. And as we are about to break bread of your precious word throughout this season, O God, we ask, Father, that your will be done. We decrease in self and we ask for the precious Holy Spirit every time we divide the word to be with us and bring the revelation to us, Lord. Father, we know that you cannot be taught. You have to be revealed. So we ask that you will reveal unto us the deep sayings of your word. We give you thanks as we get our hearts ready and we come against every plans of our enemy, the adversary, to devour the words which you have released unto us through your Holy Spirit. We bless your name, and it is in no other name that we pray, but in the precious name of Jesus Christ of Nazareth, our soon-coming King. So shall it be. Amen and amen. Today we are talking salvation. This is the part of the season that gets really really spicy. And I'm so happy to talk to you on this topic today. This is the thing that turned my life around. The only thing that could have changed me, the only thing that could have delivered me, and the only thing that is keeping me going as I'm talking to you right now. And it is the shedded blood of my Savior, Jesus Christ. And I'm super excited to share this message with you today. So stay with me. We will be right back. Hi, neighbor. Stopping by really quickly to remind you, yes, you, that the word of God is quick and powerful. And what this means is that anywhere the word of God hits, there's an instant connection. But guess what? God needs our vehicles to transport the word from point A to point B. I transport the word in your life today. Do you want to be the vehicle to transport the word into someone else's life? If so, go ahead and share this word on your social media platforms and be a blessing unto others. Let us together fulfill the word of God that says, Go ye out and preach to all nations. Also remember to like, subscribe, and leave your comment in the comment section below. I am so happy to have you as a part of this community. God bless you. May the Lord continue to shine His face upon you and to grant you grace in all your ways. Remember, acknowledge Him and He will direct your path. See you later.
to sum up the last episode, we looked into repentance and we also talked a little bit more about our enemy, the master of sin. Um, and some of the things we talked about was just that, you know, sin is a master over those who are living in that lifestyle. Romans 6 verse 14 lets us know that sin shall not be your master because you are not under the law, but under grace. And this is the NIV version. At the time when Paul wrote this, he wrote it to the church. Um, and he was just trying to help them to understand that they were no longer a slave to this master. All right. Uh, they were no longer bound by certain laws. Um, and that's the Moses Moses law that we're talking about. Um, and so they Christ had set us free or redeem us from the laws of Moses. And now that they were no longer slave to this master, um, he gave them some additional words of encouragement how they should move forward with their Christian life. All right. In Romans chapter 6, verse 23, Paul also let us know the wages of sin is death, but the free gift of God is eternal life through Christ Jesus, our Lord. And we talked about that as well, that um, sin is just the result will be death, not just an untimely death, but also a spiritual death. Jesus Christ came as the gift of God to offer up his pure blood, all right, um, in exchange for you and for me. And now having received this gift, you can now decide if you want to use the gift um, or if you don't want it, all right? It's there for you. The Lord has presented it and it's your choice to choose. And so when we accept salvation through Jesus Christ, we will no longer be a master to sin. But before we talk a little bit more on the conclusion of this entire season, I want us to talk about salvation in itself. All right, so what is salvation? Let's start from there. Salvation is basically, again, the gift of God. It's a gift that God has given to man. It's something that God has done to redeem us. And so what God did is, in a nutshell, he purchase us from the master sin. All right, the Bible lets us know that we were bought with a price. We are not our own. Okay, so God purchased us from the master sin. And he used the blood of his son to do that. And we know the story about Jesus Christ. You can look a little bit more into Matthew and the testimony of Mark and Luke and see 
the life of Christ and how he was conceived. We know that he was conceived by the spirit of the living God. Therefore, he knew no sin, nor have any sin or had any sin within him. Amen. He was sinless because of how he was conceived. And he was conceived that way for a purpose, which again was to shed his blood. We know that he died a very gruesome death, according to scriptures. He died on a cross. And if you study history itself, you would see the kind of, you would see what it means to die on a cross. It wasn't anything easy. It was very, very gruesome. Yet God chose in a time like that to redeem man. So he died the most vicious way anyone, any one of us could have died in this life. And um, the Bible lets us know that the wrath of God was poured out upon Jesus Christ. And so he took the place, or the Son of God took the place for us. We should have been the ones on that cross. We are the one that committed the sins, not Christ. Christ was blameless. He was sinless. But yet he came. Yet he was punished for something he was innocent for. All in exchange to redeem us from the master's sin. I hope that that explanation helps you to understand the kind of master you are under, my sinner friends. It's not a master that is your friend. Sin is not your friend. Sin is your worst enemy. You think that the devil is your worst enemy, but it, it's not the devil. The devil is the one that tempts you into sin, all right? The devil works with the master of sin. The devil is the one that tempts you into sin, but Satan is not your worst enemy. Sin is. And so... That master is just not your friend. And, and, and the consequence is that this thing will reward you. You cannot manage eternally. The result of sin, you will not be able to bear This was why Christ came. Because Christ know, he knows that we cannot manage the penalty of sin. St. John 3.16, a very famous scripture. Because God loves us so much, he sent his son. Whoever believed this to be truth will not perish. 
if you are a slave to sin, you will perish. And I'm telling you just as it is. I wouldn't even sugarcoat it. I'm just telling you as it is. Because somebody have to speak the thing just as they are. We live in a generation now where everything is being sugarcoated. It's it's the reality of it is this. Sin will reward you badly. Now in the light of salvation, God manifested in flesh. The scripture lets us know God manifested in flesh. He was seen by angels preach to the Gentiles and taken up into glory. So God himself robed in flesh. But you might say, but I thought you said God sent his son. You must understand the all-powerful God in which exists. He is not limited to time nor space. He can be here, there, and everywhere. The Bible recognizes him as the omnipresent God. This means that he is everywhere. He's also described as the all-knowing God. He knows everything. So even though he robed in flesh, it doesn't mean that he was just bound to that flesh. He exists for all around us. But the terms in which St. John 3.16 says God sent his son because Jesus Christ was sent on a mission. He was sent for a purpose. And as God came in flesh, because only God could do what happened on that cross. You and I would not be able to bear that and humbled ourselves through it all. Now that blood, that holy blood, that sinless blood is the blood that God has presented to man like a garment, a spotless garment. And he says, in other words, my child, put on this garment. Because if you put on this garment, the master sin has no power over you. He will not be able to have the strength in which he has now over you. You will rule over sin. And not sin ruling over you. I hope you catch that. Again, as Romans 6.14 says, For sin shall not be your master. The blood of Jesus Christ is the grace of God, the life and the death and life of Jesus Christ because he died and he was risen again. That process, death and life, 
of Jesus Christ is God's grace to man. It's what we call grace. It's his mercy, all wrapped up with his love for us. Now, with that being said, God will not force us against our own will. We still have the choice to choose to allow the master sin to rule over us, or we can accept the grace of God. It's our choice to choose. He offers the gift, and again, we decide to take it or do not accept it. People of God, listen to me and listen to me very, very careful. Do not allow teachings like this to go through one year and then exit the other. This might be the last season that God is calling you to repentance and to accept salvation. And I'm encouraging you to think and to meditate upon the things that are said here. Meditate upon the word of God. Let us dive a little bit into, into the scripture itself, the scriptures itself concerning salvation. Acts chapter 2 verse 38, it says, Repent and be baptized in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ for the reminiscence of your sin, and you shall receive the Holy Ghost. In the next episode, I'm going to talk about the baptism. I'm going to talk about water baptism and um, and um, uh, the spiritual baptism. If I get the time today in this episode, I will touch on it. But if not, I'll do a next episode for that. And then we can finalize on this season. Um, because I need you to, as you decide to make that step, you do it the right way. There's so many wrong doctrines that are out here. You just have to really do it according to the word of God itself and not man philosophy or understanding of how it should be done. All right. So I will touch on that. Um, hopefully if I can, um, in this episode. All right. So let us continue to talk about salvation because salvation, it's, 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 there's a lot to, um, to discuss in that area. Um, so I'm just making a note here, guys, just a minute. I don't want to forget um, to touch on the process of salvation. Right. So again, yes, it's the gift of God. Salvation, that's what it really is. And, and you need that garment if you are going to be put right with God. There is no other way. I know some of you, you have a heart that is kind. You have a heart that is merciful. You have a heart that would not hurt a fly. I know some of you have a heart that, you know, desire to do the good things in life. However, that cannot justify you. As you do those kind works and those kind actions, 
there are reward, or we call it the blessings of the Lord, rewards that you can receive from God in this life and the life to come. For example, the Bible says, he that lend it to the poor, give it to God. There are some of us that love to give to the poor. We just absolutely love to give to the poor, even though we are not saved and we're not a believer of the gospel of Jesus Christ. Um, and, and did I explain the difference between a believer and a non-believer? A believer is those who are redeemed through salvation. You are saved, you accepted the Lord Jesus Christ, you're baptized and all of that. Because if you believe something, you will live by it. If you... There's no way to believe something and not submit to it or not stand by it. If you believe something, you'll stand by it. All right. And so that is a believer. A non-believer on the other hand is a person or persons whom you might know that God exists, but you do not submit yourself or stand by the the the, the gospel or the word of God. You don't stand by it. You're you're doing your own thing. That is a non-believer. Now, as I was saying before, um, as it relates to salvation and receiving this gift from God, I know that there are some non-believers that you have some kind ways about you. Again, you might love to give to the poor and you might think that if I continue to show love and just be a decent person in society, then I'm okay with God. No, that is not Bible truth. That is man-made philosophies or maybe from the wicked one. That is not according to scriptures. And I've, this is something I've heard verbally from people's mouth. They say that if they just stay out of trouble, do what is right, do be kind to others, love one another, they say that once they die, they're going back to the creator. That is not Bible truth. The same God that you say that you're going back to is the same God who says, Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life. No man commit to the Father except through this path. No man. So this God that you said that you're going back to is not the God of Jesus Christ. It's not Jesus Christ himself. It's not, it's not that God. It's a complete different God in your mind. And I'm just being honest with you. I love you. This is why I'm telling you the truth. I love your soul. I don't have to know you personally, but I love your soul. For that, my friend, is priceless. Even though you have these good things about you, your works cannot justify you with God. It will give you uh, rewards from God, but it cannot justify you. It, In other words, it cannot put you right with God. Salvation does. So consider it this way. Being a slave to sin is wearing a dirty garment. And again, we talked about what the result of that can be. But when you receive salvation, that is putting on a spotless garment. Does it mean that you will not sin when you receive salvation? No, for all of us are falling short of the glory of God. But the difference between 
accepting the gift of God and not accepting the gift of God is that, again, when you do not have the gift of God, which is grace and salvation through Jesus Christ, you are a slave to the master of sin. When you receive the gift of God, you now have authority or you now rule over sin. So sin is now your slave. In other words, if you happen to mess up with your walk with God, let's say you did something or after you give your life to Christ, you might have um, tell a lie. All right, because you were so used to lying that you 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 still continue in that habit. And but the thing is, with salvation comes the Holy Spirit, and so the moment you're, you 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 tell that lie, the Holy Spirit will graciously correct you. He'll bring it to your thought that this that you're doing is wrong, and so you ask now God to forgive you, and there is no condemnation. In, in those that are in Christ, the Bible lets us know um, that they, I think it's in Romans chapter 8. Is that where it is, Lord? Romans chapter 8. Right. Romans chapter 8, verse 1. There is therefore no now no condemnation to those who are in Christ Jesus, who do not walk according to the flesh. So once, because there are people that are in Christ that are walking according to the flesh. They have accepted salvation, they're filled with the Holy Ghost, but they do not understand the authority in which they stand. They do not seek to understand it and they do not seek to grow in the spirit. So you'll find it that they go back to be yoked in, in the bondage of sin. And this is where now they start to walk after the flesh. So even though they have salvation, they're still fulfilling their flesh. They don't learn how to put the flesh under subjection. And that is true fasting and prayer and feeding your spirit man with the word, which when we get to the season of dealing with the church and speaking to the, 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 the church itself, we will be looking at some of those things, how to grow in the spirit. We'll have a season titled How to Grow in the Spirit. And we'll focus on all of that. But until then, um, if you do not walk in the, the the works of your flesh and you walk by the spirit and the things of, of, of God, you find it that um, there is no condemnation in, in, in you, in those that are in Christ. You are not in any condemnation. This means that if you sin, there's no punishment that you you will receive in that moment or you should receive in that moment. No. Once you recognize by the Holy Spirit that what you've done is wrong as a believer, you repent. You ask God to, maybe it's a stronghold. Um, maybe there's a demon in that area of your life that you need to, you need to expel. Not that the demon possessed you, but it can attach itself to your life. And that is what we call strongholds, right? Because that demon probably have been there for years and even though you receive authority, he knows you don't understand yet what your authority is because you're a baby in Christ. Therefore, he's there. And so you find yourself, can't let go this line, 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 line. But the Holy Spirit is your friend. The Bible lets us know he is our teacher. And he will teach you how to deal with that strong man. Amen. And as you grow in the spirit of the Lord, in the word of the living God, that thing must go because you have authority over it. 
So you focus on areas of your lives that you need deliverance. And one of my favorite minister, Minister Sheena Anson, she says, and I like to quote, I am delivered and is being delivered. So as a believer, deliverance should be a process. I would say a lifetime process. We should never get to the stage where we feel like we are so holy that there's nothing that is in us that needs to go. That is a lie from the pit of hell. Every day you wake up as a believer, you strive towards the mark of holiness. But as I said, there will be a season specific for believers, my Christian community. But um, my unsaved friends, my unsaved friends rather, I want you to know when you receive salvation, when you accept the gift of God, that's taking on a new identity. That's taking on a spotless garment. Even if you mess up through your years of walking with the Lord, you must stand in his word, Romans 8 verse 1. There is no condemnation in those that are in Christ because the enemy will try to make you feel like you're, you're going to be punished. That's a lie. You repent, you confess, you repent. And you ask God for his grace. And now you're under grace. You're under mercy. So the Holy Spirit works to conform you. He works to renew your mind. The Bible said, put on the mind of Christ. He works to, 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 to refine your character. Because some of us, like myself, before we came to God, we was like so vulgar. We were vulgar and just, just horrible people vicious with our words and the Holy Spirit, when he comes in our lives, he just starts to work in those areas concerning our mouth and our tongue. And just, he works in our hearts and he works in our mind and he works in our lifestyle. He works even in our closets, people of God. When he comes in, oh glory to God, he cleans up. He cleans up every area of our lives. Glory be to God. There's some of us we cannot see or 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 beauty. Like when we look at ourselves, we find all kinds of faults with our features, and we 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 try to look at ourselves from the perspective of the system of man and what man is saying is beautiful. But when you come to Christ, even that the Holy Spirit will reveal to you that you are fearfully and wonderfully made. Hallelujah. Before I gave my life to Christ, I never embraced my natural hair. And I talk this, I say this before. I used to see it as just, why did God give me this nappy hair as a black woman? When I came to Christ, even that the Holy Spirit refined, I love and embrace my hair now. Some of you, that might not be your issue, but you get what I'm saying. The Holy Spirit work in areas of the weakness of us. And he, trans he transformed us to sons of God and make us be one with our Lord. And that is salvation. There's more to it that I will finish up in the next season. I'm sorry, in the next episode. And also in the next episode, we'll look um, into the baptism um, that is mentioned in salvation. And we didn't get to go into some more scriptures, but we will in the next episode. So until then, may the good gracious God continue to shine his face down upon you, upon your family. May he grant you grace in all your ways. Remember to acknowledge him and he will direct your path. See you guys next episode.
It's God's love for me. It's His love for me. Hey guys, we all have a story to tell. And my sis has started a podcast called It's the Love of God for Me. On this podcast, she speaks about how God has taken her from a place of brokenness to a place of healing. She speaks about being a victim of sexual abuse, forgiveness, and one bugger things. I'm not going to tell you everything, so just click on her IG handle in the caption. It will take you to her page, and you can just click the link in her bio to listen to the episodes, right? The podcast is also available on Google Podcasts. Apple Podcasts and Spotify. Guys, also remember to share because we don't know whose life her story could impact.